2: And I, I hear these stories and I just Your heart sinks, the terror, the horror, the dynamic of it. The stress on lives. I started getting texts early this morning. And it's it's hard to watch and it's hard to read and Quadruple overdose, that's the first I heard. Quadruple overdose. Fentanyl, heroin, in Beachview. And then we narrowed it down to a triple overdose in one house. One house. Man, I just... Narcan, that saved their lives. Looks like a fentanyl, heroin combination. Can you imagine these cops and these EMTs that saved their lives with this Narcan, by the way, and firefighters in Pittsburgh? They have seen so much of this, and I'm going to be real about this. They're getting annoyed. And look, they're the most compassionate people on earth. But they're sitting there thinking, these are the same people, the same drugs, the same overdoses. We've got to lift their bodies. I'm telling you the truth. You walk into a house, and there are bodies everywhere, and it's all fentanyl and heroin. Why am I talking about This is the ignored epidemic. More overdose deaths last year than any time in American history. Westmoreland County, Fayette County, highest increase in overdose deaths in their history. Dead. Fentanyl. I had to grab the best I know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Tom Brophy. Um, Dr. Tom Brophy, who I respect and admire and knows this stuff inside and out, and he sees it. Good morning, Doc. How are you? Good morning, sir. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Dr. Brophy's the medical director at the, at the Geyser Center. Hey, this doesn't surprise you, does it? Another another triple overdose, does it, doctor?
0: Not not at all. I mean, we're you know we're we're seeing rising numbers in, in the world of addiction medicine, and um, as you know, I, I do both emergency medicine and addiction medicine, and um, you know the, the the emergency departments across the country have, have been dealing with this, um, this this pandemic, you know, for since, since the early two thousands. You know, since uh, OxyContin came along, and uh, and and a lot, there was a lot of prescription opioids going out there into the community. But you know, this fentanyl over over the past few years, fentanyl has really, really compounded the problem, uh, because it's 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 synthetic, meaning like you don't need to grow the plant in a right. tropical location right. and then deal with all the you know the the, the importing it and smuggling it. Um, it's synthetic, meaning like it can be made in a lab. And it's incredibly powerful and, and it's incredibly cheap. And, and so, you know, not only is it not alarming that these stories continue to pop up, um, but what, what it's really leaking into is areas like I, I'm sure some of your, your listeners heard about the case uh, in Florida of the, the, the cadets from West Point, um, you know, overdosing on fentanyl. And, and, you know, I mean, these were college kids on spring break who think they're buying cocaine. And, um, and and next thing you know, you know, that they're all overdosed on opioids. Um, and, and it's because it, it, it has now become a fairly common thing that we find cocaine products sprinkled into, uh, you know, marijuana and, uh, and, and cocaine. And I'm sorry, you're finding fentanyl. Hold like, on. Hold on. In, I, I don't know, want
2: to gloss just, over that. This is the man, by the way. I, t- I sent my daughter down, uh, Doc, and I'm serious about this because of what you just said. I said, Sophia, I love you, honey. You're 17. There's going to be a place in time where you're going to go into a party and there's going to be people who say, look, look, cocaine. Right? Right, Doc?
0: Yeah. And so, yep. so
2: what's happening is some kid does one line of cocaine that's laced with fentanyl and they're dead. Accurate, isn't yep. it, Doctor? Dead, right? Absolutely. Yep. It's happening all the time. Man. And so this is a new evil. And, and Dr. Brophy, you know what kind of hurts? Is a lot of these first responders, they're so jaded now because they're angry about this because it's taxing their money. It's taxing their budgets for their departments. It's taxing the the heart and the soul of the volunteers. It's wearing them out, responding to these calls. Is it not, sir?
0: It is, absolutely. And, and, you know, I really empathize with those guys, uh, you know, because in the emergency department, like we, we all feel that burnout, you know, and uh, especially when it's something like this. And, 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 you know, we have a tendency to, um, you know, blame the, 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 the user and, and, you know, blame it on uh, poor choices and, and a moral failing and, and part of that is because that's, that's the easy way out. You know, the, the hard thing to do is to empathize, put yourself in you know, another person's shoes, and, and also understand that, like, you don't know what decisions led up to this. And, and for a lot of people, it was a prescription, you know, that, that led to that. And, and once the brain is diseased through addiction and, and you have a diseased limbic system, you know, this isn't saying, you know, that when, when people say addiction is a disease, That's not fluff. That's not, you know, um, us giving the addict a way out, you know, by being able to blame it on a disease. We call it a disease because when you look under brain scans, you can tell the difference between people who are addicts and people who are not because the limbic system is diseased in the person who's struggling with addiction. Now, it may not have been diseased when they started out, when they first, you know, were experimenting or or were prescribed that drug, but over time, and, and many individuals, particularly those who are genetically predisposed towards addiction... Um, that process will lead to a diseased pleasure reward pathway. And, and, you know, those people that it, it's not just that they're making a choice. They're being driven by a very ancient part of their brain that drives us all towards food, water, sex and shelter. And, and when we go without those things for extended periods of time, we will all make choices that we otherwise would not make in order to acquire that food water sex shelter and, and basically these core survival instincts
2: dr tom well, Brophy, the, the medical director at the time. geyser center hey doc there is no end yep, in sir. sight i mean i'm i'm throwing out here a triple overdose in beachview last night there's no end in sight to this nightmare is there sir
0: well i i think it we need to look at it the same way we look at you know other parts uh, that what i'm saying is it's a global crisis It is. And, and one of the reasons why the first responders get so jaded is because they know that their resources are needed that's elsewhere. Right. that's right they know that, that they should be responding to strokes and heart attacks and other things and that's what a lot of the general public doesn't understand is like if you think the pandemic, the opioid epidemic and, and the addiction plague is not um, impacting you and your life I, I can guarantee you it is and, and it's reflected in you know everything from an insurance premiums going up to ambulances being tied up on on overdose calls and and handling these other situations. And when you're on the the ground and you're experiencing that, you know, the frustration is, is profound. But I think that we really need to shift the the focus and talk about the mental health of this country. I mean, everywhere you look, when we look at everything from, you know, depression in teenagers to um, suicide numbers, uh, alcoholism, it's, it's problematic. And it's all mental health. It all comes down to mental health.
2: Dr. Tom Brophy, medical director at the Geyser Center, the best in the business. And he gives a damn. It's amazing. Thanks, doctor. You're the best.
0: Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. You're the best. It's horrifying.
2: Three bodies, one house. Until another happens, and another, and another. It's crazy.
0: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.